You're listening to Buckeye Kayak Fishing, the official podcast of the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail. And tonight we have the winners of the multi-species Buddy Slam event from this past recent uh, past recent weekend. I have David Simmons, John Prock, and then Billy Chambers on tonight. How's it going, guys? Good. How you doing? Oh, pretty good, man. Congratulations on your win, guys. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah thanks. Thank yep, thank you. So I noticed you guys' this team, um, this tournament had seven teams total. This was a, a two-person event. And uh, so I noticed your team name was not again. I like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were just kind of posting a whole bunch of names to try to figure out what, what to go with. You know, we didn't want to be, you know, just something something crazy up on there. And um, I found that one out online. And I said, all right, let's go with that one. And John was like, okay, that sounds good. I remember the Buddy Bass last year had all kinds of interesting names. like <laughs> And like the names on this list, Not Again, which was you guys, Anglers Anonymous, Angler Hollocks, Slim Slime Time, A Tale of Two Tims, Two Guys, One Kayak, and then What the Heck. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny stuff, man. So this right. was kind of a unique tournament. Um, you guys had to catch a walleye or any kind of eye. I think it was a saw guy or a walleye. Then you had to catch a bass, and that's a black bass species, spotted bass, smallmouth bass. And then you guys had to catch a panfish, and that list was huge. I mean, warmouth was on there, green sunfish, uh, bluegill sunfish, um, just all kinds of stuff you guys can choose from. Um Man, how did you guys start the tournament? What did you guys choose to fish first? Did you guys, well, first off, did you guys f fish together um, on the same lakes? Yeah, that was, I think, the one of the requirements of the tournaments, right? It, yeah, yep. yeah, that's that's correct. We had to fish together, or you could actually fish by yourself, and the other person could not fish if the other person was fishing. Um, but John and I fished, fished together, um, you know, Friday and Saturday, the entire tournament that we fished, we were together on the water. So there's two days you got your three fish. Correct. Yep. So what, what did you do day one? Uh, day, day one, we hit Lake Erie. Uh, that was that was the only day of the weekend that was going to be fishable on Lake Erie, so so we jumped all over that. Um, actually, the, the whole week looking ahead for this tournament, I was really worried that we wouldn't be able to get on Lake Erie. Uh, the, the, wind, the wind was just blowing all wrong all week, you know, real strong winds. Uh, wrong direction coming out of the Northeast, you know, really kicking the lake up. So the whole time I was thinking we wouldn't even be able to get on Lake Erie, which is like my home water. Um, so I, I was getting backup plans prepared to, to fish some inland lakes for walleye, but, but uh, luckily the forecast changed and we had that, that small window to get out on Lake Erie on Friday. Wow, man. So what was your game plan? Were you going through, going to fish for all three species at once or are you going to sort of half and half uh day one and day two oh no our, our game plan was definitely to uh to knock out the walleye on day one um and with, with lake erie you know we were all about the walleye there we weren't even really going to try for for any other species um because we saw the the wind was going to be just unbearable on saturday and sunday uh there was no chance of going on lake erie then so so uh, our main focus was definitely to get the walleye done on day one, and, and it worked out. Well, what kind of walleye were you catching, man? Did you catch any numbers, any size to them? What was your biggest catches? Uh, the, the, biggest, the biggest catch that we scored was 23 and a half inches. Nice. We, we definitely got into some numbers. Uh, we each took home our limits, and I think we caught a total of 18 that day. Yep. But it was it was a pretty good bite. Yeah, I, I think I had a around a, a twenty two inch, maybe a little bigger, I forget what it was. Um then John John got that twenty three and um which was which was great. <laughs> yeah, hey guys, it's a, another thing I like about the multi species series is that you can you know, you can take home your catch. That's always nice, right? You right, it definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to throw those walleye back, that uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it would it would have sucked. You know, it was, it was nice taking home some walleye. You know, get getting some dinner. Yeah, we worked way too hard that day to get those walleye to just throw them all back. <laughs> yeah, we did. Just <laughs> <laughs> miles. Uh, yeah, it just sucked going home and cleaning them um, late at night. <laughs> I think I was up to um, maybe twelve thirty at night, 
um, cleaning cleaning my fish. So, Ooh. yep. Man, it was a long day. good stuff, though, man. You you like the cheek meat? Oh, yeah, yeah. I cut those out, too. Um, my girlfriend actually loves that. Um, it, it reminds her of um, scallops. So I'll fry those up for her. Man, that sounds amazing. Yep. <laughs> I love Lake Erie walleye and perch, man. That's that's some good stuff. So getting into day two, man. So what what was your, what uh, I mumbled tonight? Um, what was the game plan for game two for day two? Uh, we we wanted to go out and 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 search for um some crappie right off the bat. Um, that that was our initial game plan. Um, we figured you know that's probably going to be our hardest fish to catch now after catching a walleye. Uh, we knew we had a good number up for a walleye, especially with no one else really being able to fish, you know, Lake Erie um, Saturday, or especially Sunday. Um, so we we're hoping to try to get you maybe a 10 to 12 inch um, crappie. And, um, and and after we got the crappie, you know, we'd move on to the bass. Um, so, you, you know, we spent probably, what, four or five hours um, floating around trying to catch a crappie. Uh, we we're catching, you know, a, a, a huge mess of them. And... Um, I think the biggest one we caught was I, uh, what was it, ten point seven five? I think John got. Yeah. Which yeah, is a nice I, crappie. That's a, that's right. a good size crappie though. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I was looking. Um, I I do the um, the recap videos as well, and I was I've been working on the recap video for this, so I was going through some of these sizes, and I'm sure Zach was was going to get to this. I hope I'm not jumping ahead too much, but with 14 people, there were only seven teams, and it's pretty obvious to me that even if we had had, you know, 15, 20 teams, it looks like you guys still probably would have won this tournament because of what you're probably going to talk about next. And I kind of want to fast forward to that part because that's what I want to hear about. Well, you know, you know, the walleye was, was a big, um, a big fish for us, too, you know, because we actually knew that a lot of people were going to have to go after the saw guy. Right. And um, and the saw guy were going to be a little smaller, and we were hoping no one else was going to get out on Lake Erie on Friday. Um, we knew it was going to be rough over the weekend, so you know we we're actually hoping to get a bigger walleye, but we settled for you know the 23 inch, and we knew that was actually probably going to hold up pretty well and give us you know quite a few inches above everybody else's saw guy. Yeah, so so yeah, that that I, fish definitely helped us for sure. Yeah, I guess my comment of you guys probably would have won it even with a bigger field. Yeah, it still right is dependent on that walleye as well. Yeah, if you had pulled in a, you know. 12 or 13 inch saw guy um you know the biggest bass wasn't going to help you but right um, i think this was an intimidating tournament too because you had three species of fish that you had to you had to catch i think what you had three days to do it or two days to do it and uh i mean walleye and saw guy i mean there's not a lot of bass anglers that really go after them you know what i mean like seriously (laughs) yeah right right so it's kind of a, you know, especially being a bass-dominated sport, um, I thought I thought the tournament went, went, uh, went well, and the turnout was pretty good. Yeah, I actually agree. Um, and a walleye is actually, you know, John's specialty. You know, he's out there all the time chasing walleye. So. <laughs> yeah, these tournaments bring the well-rounded anglers, man. You know, the guys that like to fish for everything. Yep. And uh, I'm kind of that way myself. I like to, you know, go after catfish and bluegill and crappie and, uh, I just took my daughter out the other day and we were catching some bluegill and it was just a lot of fun. And uh, I'd like to see more tournaments like this in the future. Don't you guys? Oh, oh, oh for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Multi-species stuff is definitely my favorite. Uh, yeah. I, w- I would have liked to have seen a bigger field. I think it's, um, I think if it were a little later in the year when the water was warmer and like, you don't need a dry suit for Lake Erie, I think, I think we would have seen more Northern anglers come out for it. That's true. So getting in, getting into the bass, man. Tell us about that. <laughs> we all yeah. Bass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was actually pretty good. Um, we actually were, um, you know, floating for um, uh, the crappie. We knew we had to get the crappie because the crappie, you know, the the bigger of the of the panfish out there. And um, you know, after we we fished probably you know four or five hours, we're like, you know, let's just give up for now. Let's go hit some bass. You know, try to see if we can do anything with the bass. And uh, maybe if we have to, we can come back and try to maybe upgrade it an inch or two. We knew we were going to get much more off, off of that. And um, so we headed over, started doing some bass fishing. You know, we were on the same lake. And um, it was probably within 20 minutes of us start bass fishing. Um, I, I hooked into her, and it was amazing. I mean, she was heavy. It felt like I had a huge clump of weeds. Um, I pulled her in. She jumped. 
Uh, John was over a little bit. He turns around, he looks over at me and um, he's like, is that her? Is that her? And I'm like, I'm like, heck yeah, it's her. And he comes darting over there and um, she was just huge. Um, yeah. I, I, I couldn't see him fighting the fish. I just heard the splash and I knew it was big. And I, I yelled over to him, is that game over? And he said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, it's definitely game over now, you know, especially after we had that walleye and I just landed up big bass. I mean, I, I knew we probably had it then and there. Um, yeah. You know, I, I it, it was very, um, very surprising bringing her in. Um, and it was very nervous, you know, getting her on the board and measuring her without her trying to flip off the board too. <laughs> that's always nerve wracking. <laughs> yep. Yep. And that was actually, that's actually my personal best. You know, that's, that's my biggest, um, largemouth bass I've ever caught. So, Dude, yep, it's actually pretty cool. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask that. So you're saying, David, that t- so 21 and three quarter, she jumped out of the water. Yeah, yep, she came up out the water. John heard her all the way over oh, on the other side. My yep, gosh. yep, she made a huge splash. And then when I got her a net, she was just going crazy. I mean, she was darting all over. Now I have a bigger net, that, you know, I use for um musky and all that. I try to use a bigger net for the bass too, so I can keep them in the water a little better. They can stay down under the water level. And, um, and she was just darting all over the place. I mean, I mean, she was, she was excited. <laughs> wow. What'd you catch her on? What technique? Um, it was actually on, um, a, a jackhammer. Oh, nice. And, oh, yep. Nice. Yep. Jackhammer. I've that's actually one of my favorite lures now. Um, you know, I've been getting a little better with it. You know, I, I used to do nothing but, you know, wacky rigging, you know, finesse fishing, going slow, Texas rigging. And, um, you know, it started getting kind of boring. And I wanted to kind of speed it up some and kind of hit more places. I was spending too much time in one area. And um, I started using a jackhammer last year, and it started working out well for me. And this year, you know, it's actually been doing pretty well for me as well. And um, it's now one of my favorite lures. I, I think I got maybe six or seven of them in my tackle box now. And most of them are all the same same colors, too. <laughs> what color and what do you trailer them with? Uh, she was actually on the on the white, all white with the um, the silver speckles on the skirt. And I was actually using a Zayco trailer. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, four-inch Zayco trailer. Now, David, and, and, did you? No, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I was gonna say, did you hear that when you um, when you catch your personal best uh, bass, that you're supposed to send the lure to a friend? You're supposed to give it to a friend. <laughs> Have you ever heard that? Yeah, right. Well, I, I don't have the lure anymore, unfortunately. Oh, well, well I, made, I made that story up, and then I was going to ask you if you wanted to be friends. Right. So, uh, what, ha- what happened to the lure? Uh, that lure is actually in the woods right now. Um, well, it's, it's kind, of, kind of in the swamp, swampy woods. Um, I was making a cast, um, I think it was maybe was it Monday, or I think it was Mon- Monday, and um, my, I didn't see my line was wrapped around the tip of my, my rod, and it snapped the line. And the lure just went flying. I'm like, oh no, there it goes. I'm watching where it landed, and I tried getting over there to find it, and it was just so mucky and, and deep, I just couldn't find it. Um, which, which kind of sucked, you know. Those lures are expensive, but yeah, you know, like you, 17 you, bucks or something. Right. Yep. I, I know Fisherman Central loves me when I'm over there buying all the all the jackhammers now. <laughs> How do you work your jackhammers? Uh, it just depends. Um, you know, I, I'll actually, you know, I'll burn them. You know, I'll work them through um, lily pads, through grass. I'll burn them. I'll pop them out. You know, I'll, um, I'll, I'll burn them and slow down, burn them and slow down. Something I'll go really slow. Um, I, I also actually, you know, let it fall down kind of like work it like a jig and let it fall down, pop it up, get some vibration going, let it fall back down, pop it up with some more vibration, let it drop. So it just depends on, on what they're wanting. You know, I'll change it up depending on the day and, and what I'm seeing they're hitting on. What Do you were catch you smaller? The Sorry, man. <laughs> oh no! I was gonna say, do you do you catch uh, smaller fish on the jackhammer too, or is it oh, more that, of a big fish? Oh yeah. no, you catch you catch small fish. Um, John actually um caught a crappie the other day on the jackhammer. Wow! And um and I, I caught a, a a little bass on Monday. I think she was like maybe six to eight inches. So yeah, you definitely catch some smaller smaller fish on there. But you get some yeah. big girls too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've caught a lot of twelve, thirteens, and seventeens. Uh, you know, just all different sizes on them jackhammers. I never caught a caught crappie yet on one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't either. I, I have them biting my um my trailer off all the time. Um, you can definitely feel the crappie hitting when you're in the, when you're in those lily pads, and um and it kind of sucks, especially when they bite the trailer off. You put a brand new one, they bite that off, and next thing you know, you threw a whole pack of trailers in a matter of an hour. <laughs> uh, what did you guys catch your crappies on? Uh, minnows. Oh, oh minnows. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. So you didn't, you can now, you can, in these tournaments here, you can use live bait 
And you can actually use the live bait for bass. Am I not mistaken? I'm not That's sure about correct. bass. Yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah, yeah, with the yeah you just wouldn't. It would. Yeah, it would just be more of like the honor thing where if you if your identifier had, say, the spring fling on your identifier and the buddy bass, you know, you can only submit it for the for the buddy bass. Ah, okay. That's yep. true. That's true. Yeah, yep. that's true. But it was interesting, though, with their crappie, um, you know, they're hitting w with just regular jigs, too. Um, you know, if, if I was changing out a minnow and, and I, I had my line just sitting there in the water w trying to grab a minnow out because those, those little things are feisty. And I'm dropping them all over my kayak. They're flipping around. I'm trying to grab them, trying to pinch them. And um, and I've actually had my, had my my jig just get hit right there next to the kayak. Surprisingly, I mean, very interesting. So you know, I I think if the, if the bite's hot, I think they'll probably hit anything at that yeah. moment. <laughs> um, but but minnows are definitely you know the 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 best choice for for crappie. I think. Yeah, hundred percent, man. I've always went after crappie with the minnows. Now I've used Bobby Garland. Um, what are they? They're like these. They're pretty like pretty much like curly tail jigs, but they have like swim tails on them. I've used those before and done pretty good with them. Nice. So, man, that's pretty awesome, dude. Congratulations again, guys. Uh, how yeah, did your you. weekend go, Billy? Well. Um... It went great if you consider that my son and I picked up 19 points in the multi-species series. That's what last place, seventh place got us. Nice. <laughs> we, uh, we started out pretty good. We got, um, I caught a 17 and three-quarter bass. And then uh, day two, we went after crappie and we got a, a small crappie, but again, multi-species. Uh, rules are a little bit different than KBF, so we got a, a eight and a half inch crappie. Uh, multi-species just has to be over eight and then day three uh waited to go after saw guy and the idea we're in central ohio so we were going out to buckeye lake and the wind had kicked up um i thought i had a pretty good strategy was gonna you know try to drift a little bit and was gonna use big joshy swim baits little three and a half uh three and a half inch swim baits just in case i was wrong i stopped and got some minnows and um, just couldn't make it happen, man. We were fighting the wind, and um, it was rainy and miserable. And um, my son was a trooper. He's 13 years old. So, I, you know what? I'll tell you a quick story about the first day. Um, I convinced him, first of all, to sign up and go do it. You know, he's on his video games and thinks a lot. And so it was really cool to, for me just to think about going out for three days with Austin and spending three days with all this COVID-19 and all that spending time with him. I have four kids. So to spend a lot of time with one kid is kind of a rare thing in my house. So, uh, but went out, he's always caught bluegill. I've always taken the kids bank fishing at ponds and things like that. So he's never caught a bass. I went through all the rules with him all week, um, pulled out the hog trough and showed him how to do it. Belly to belly facing the left. Don't touch the tail. Don't cover the eye. I'm going to hand you my phone because he doesn't have a cell phone. I told him I'm going to hand you the phone. This is how you do it. Take three pictures, put the fish on the grips, wait, check your pictures, you know, went through everything and um, really didn't know if he was going to catch anything or not. And we went out to this lake and uh, the wind was blowing. This was day one. He kind of drifted. I'm in my PA 14 and he's paddling in my in my creek boat. So he kind of drifted off into the corner where the wind kind of blew him in the corner of the lake. And I see him waving his arms and trying to get my attention. And I figured he got hung up, you know, snagged or whatever. So I pedal over and he's like, oh, I got one. I got one. He holds up his net. I see a fish. And he's like, oh, it's a little one, though. I'm like, you know, that's not he caught a fish. So I was pretty excited for him. And I right. get over there, 13 and a half inch largemouth. And nice. he didn't. He doesn't know enough to, you know, I'm like your first ever bass you catch in a tournament, 13 and a half inch. Right. Um, he caught it on a, on a Ned rig and he landed it. He had his net net was between his legs. So he got the fish up, put it in the net. And, um, just like we talked about, I handed him the, uh, handed him my phone and he, he measured the fish and put it on the fish grips. And, you know, he did everything that all of us have probably done. Like, wait, I'm going to, now I'm going to put him in the water. With, with these grips in his mouth i was like yeah it's fine throw it in the water <laughs> and uh he, he took the picture and, and checked his camera and actually the 
the first series of pictures he took, his arm where he was holding the holding the bass, his forearm was blocking his identifier. And so he's like, oh, look, look, I got to take more pictures. And um, just overall, and that was day one. And then he caught a crappie on day two. And then, like I said, day three didn't go well. But overall, I mean, um, what I had rather won the won the whole event. Like, yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it, was, it, it was it was a lot of fun, man. It was I had a post on uh, I was putting something on Facebook about, you know, just as a father, like the last three days was pretty amazing. And uh, I actually felt myself kind of starting to tear up a little bit, like as I was typing it, kind of taking in the, uh, taking in the the moment of like the last three days. So it was super cool, man. I, I, I told Neil, I said, man, I'm going to promote the heck out of this event next year. Cause people in my situation, just go, I don't care if you finish last. I don't care if you don't catch any fish. Like what, this is like the perfect event to go out with it, with a, a new angler or one of your kids or family or something like that. So yeah, that's my story, man. It was fun. Yep. Man, that's awesome seeing kids out there, you know, with your family, getting your family involved in these events, man. That's a good story, man. And we have another Buddy event coming up, actually, the Buddy Bass, and that's uh, May 16th. And that was a real popular event last year, man. We, Like I was mentioning the team names earlier, I mean, we had a lot of teams competing. I remember Yak Legion was in it. Um, <laughs> there's two teams, uh, I'm looking at the website right now and there's two teams registered for it and it's, uh, two guys, one kayak and then team dumb basses, <laughs> dumb <laughs> bastards. <laughs> nice. So we have two people already in there guys. So definitely join that, that buddy bass. Uh, these buddy events are always fun because it's a good way to bring your kid, um, get somebody that's new to kayak fishing, that's new to tournament fishing. And it gives you an opportunity to take somebody out there and not be competing against each other, but helping each other and learning from each other. And, uh, man, I appreciate everything Sean Stone has done to put the multi-species uh, series together. I mean, he's put a lot of work, hard work into this, guys. And there's a lot more species, uh, multi-species tournaments to come, man. Yep, yep, definitely. Yeah, I'm loving the multi-species tournaments. Um, it was funny you mentioned about, um, you know, that not competing against each other. Um, after I caught that big bass on on uh, Saturday, John and I both looked at each other like, "Well, you know what? You know, we're done with the with the buddy slam. Now we're competing against each other again in the spring fling." So I'm like, "You go your way, I'm going my way now." <laughs> so we started competing against each other again. You know, try to finish off the 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 spring fling. So you got yeah, you guys are both in the spring fling. You guys are doing pretty good on there. Yes, sir. Yeah, good job on that. Are you guys doing the yak fish? Um, the, the Yak, Ohio. Yeah. The year long yep. one. Yep. Yep. We're doing that as well. Well, it runs from March 1st to November 2nd. Yeah. That's a fun one, guys. Yeah, it is. John actually got me started on that. Man, that's a lot of fun. Um, what's some of your biggest catches on there so far? Um, now mine would be that bass. Um, it's not updated, but I yeah. think I got, I got big bass now. Um, I think I may have, um, a white bass on there and I might have a, a walleye on there now, potentially. I'm not, I'm not sure about the walleye, but I know I got a white bass and, um, the um, largemouth bass. And then, um, next month starts up, you know, some, um, musky fishing. So I can't wait to get out to get some musky, um, try to get some, um, some pike and some catfish. Last year I got a 29 and a half inch catfish nice. um, over on Nimbacilla. I was actually fishing for, um, for bass and I was using a chatterbait jackhammer and um she hit the jackhammer <laughs> oh man yeah, it took me about 15 minutes to get her in and um, Dude, that's it, it, a it was fun rush. yeah it is <laughs> head rush right there what about you john you have any submissions in the yakfish uh yeah um I, I can't remember all my all my measurements but um i know i have a uh walleye i think around 27 27 and a half inches uh i got a steelhead on there a rainbow mm. trout wow 21 inch large mouth um I, I think that's all for now but yeah I, I i go pretty hard on that one um I'll, I'll be looking to to try to try to submit a fish in every category i i love going for all the different fish species yeah i think john's actually in first place on that right now as well wow man good, good job on that dude way to go are you guys fishing the upcoming uh fisherman central east west harbor event 
Uh, I'm it's, actually- it's a baby for me. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of in, in my neck of the woods. Um, so I, I want to, I want to finally fish that event, but I haven't done any scouting for it. So I'd be going in blind. Um, but I'm still thinking about it. Yeah, I'm actually the same. You know, I've never fished it before myself either. And, um, and, and I, I want to try to get a little higher in the spring fling. And I know Saturday is going to be a, a nice day. And if I can get out there and try to catch some big bass somewhere, um, for Saturday and, and maybe move back up to second place. I was hoping to try to get first place, but he seemed to keep put, putting on points up there. I was actually just knocked back down to third place. So I can at least get my second place back. And, um, so, you know, I'll be fishing the rest of the week, you know, trying to get out there, you know, this month's been tiring. We've been fishing hard, uh, been fishing a lot and, uh, just trying to get these big bass in there. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a lot of yeah, work. You guys, yeah. There's, there's, uh, five anglers that are over a hundred inches. Yep. And, you know, that doesn't include the three or four underneath them that are like 98, 99. So, yeah, right. I'm looking at the standings right now. So, yeah, David's in third and John's in fourth. You guys, I mean, yep. David with 103 inches, like, whoo. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Tell me about it. I'm that's insane. I'm, sleep. Yeah. I'm sitting on 93 inches and I'm in 20th place. That's. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think John's really gut- gutting for me now. <laughs> man, talking about the spring fling, man, that's Jason Isaacs. Right now, this is uh what is it, four twenty nine. So we only have what a week of the spring fling left. It ends on Saturday at the Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, four more days. Yeah, three more days. So, man, the the spot to beat right now is Jason Isaacs. He's at 105 inches, 105 and three quarters. Yep. Yeah, Ryan, I, need, I need three inches to beat him. Ryan Parker in second place, 100, 103 inches and a quarter. David Simmons, you're right there on third with 103 inches. Uh, John Prock at a 101.3 quarters. Uh, John Warchaw is a hundred inches and a quarter and a half. I'm sorry. Uh, sixth is Derek Hale, uh, Hallas, 99.50. Uh, Sean Skidmore, he got moved back to seventh place at 98 and a quarter inches, man. He was at number three for a long time. Yeah, he was. I know he's been working though. So, or he would probably be up there right along with us or even beating us if he wasn't. Oh man. He's a stick for sure. Great guy yeah. too. I, yeah. I love Sean. Uh, Alex Roberts, uh, man, he's been catching some football size smallies, man. I was, I'm friends with him on Facebook, and uh, he's always up there fishing Lake Erie. He's been doing real good. Yeah, yes. Charlie Gibson, uh, he's in ninth place at 97 and three quarters. Uh, Andrew Colvin as tenth place at 96 and three quarters. So man, there's a there's a lot of big fish up here on the board, guys. <laughs> yeah, well Ryan Parker's got a 22 and a half inch um, bass right now. Holy moly! Yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was fishing with Ryan when he caught that fish. And oh, nice. One one thing that I never I never knew until this year, and I'm I'm not even gonna say it about a 22 and a half inch. I'm just gonna say it about like a 20 inch and above. I never knew how much bigger fish actually were in real life. <laughs> um, I mean, when you see, you know, you see a 20 inch fish in pictures, you're like, Oh, that's a nice fish. But you get it in your kayak and you're like, are you kidding yep. me? Uh, it's a different it's story. That, man. Yeah. You just, you can't tell people it's something you just have to experience it. Yeah. That's where um, the bucket mouth comes from. I mean, their, their yeah. mouths are so big. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. It's like a yeah. five-gallon bucket coming out of the water. Oh boy! Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then, and then the uh, just talking about your twenty-one and three-quarter that you caught. I can't imagine the 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 rush, not just the rush and all that, but just the the split-second decisions that you have to have and the skill that you have in the moment to make adjustments, just quick, minute adjustments to actually land the fish. Imagine right. how many 21 inch fish, 20 inch, 21 inch, like snap, snap your line if you're you yep. know, inexperienced. So, yep, yep, for sure. Yeah, yeah great job. Jeez. Yeah, and then trying to get her in the net, you know, they're running underneath the kayak. You know, I got got a pedal drive, so you got to watch, you know, getting wrapped around the prop. If it gets around the prop, you know, you're pretty much done. She's going to be gone. You got to try to get that prop up as quick as you can. 
to release the line um, yeah. or get the net underneath the kayak. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little, little disappointed here. I'm looking at these fish sizes. I'm a little disappointed that John's fifth fish is 19 and three quarter. It's like, I don't oh. know if you're, are you not try, you're not trying. <laughs> you'll, have to, you'll have to correct that tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. He's trying. He's trying to beat me right now. He's trying to get above me. Um, but I'm going out too. Yep. <laughs> you guys fish together? Are you going out? Yeah, to- yeah. We'll fish together. Or um, yeah. you know, if he can get out, he'll get out. If I get out, I get out. But um, we're always keeping in contact, you know. Um, John, myself, and Derek, we're, we got our own little Facebook group that we communicate in all the time. We're always talking about, you know, fish and sending pictures and, you know, discussing new tactics, new lures, and things like that. So it definitely helps, you know. And, and we're competitive, and we, we all want to win, but we'll help each other too. You know, if someone needs help planning a fish, taking pictures, you know, if you want to have a nice, you know, hero shot with your kayak, you know, we'll take pictures for each other and everything like that. So, you know, it, it's really nice. Yeah, I no. love that. Zach, Zach has talked a lot about that, just the brotherhood and kind of exactly what you just said. Yep. You know, Zach, right? You've talked about that a lot on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's what I was about to chime in on. <laughs> you know me pretty well, man. I love the brotherhood <laughs> in this sport. And that just goes to show, man, that the, these guys are willing to help each other out. You know, we're all competitive. We still like to co- compete against each other. We still like to keep our secrets. But, man... Anybody, it seems like anybody in this sport, especially anybody on the Buckeye Trail, is willing to help you out and help you learn. Right. Yep. I mean, I'm mean, a John may threaten to, to sink my kayak every now and then when I catch a big <laughs> fish, but um, I just got to stay away from him. <laughs> wow, man. I, I, I just got to be faster. <laughs> yeah. What kayaks are you guys in? We're actually using on um, the Old Town Predator PDLs. I'm in a 2020 model. I'm actually looking to upgrade into um the autopilot 136. Okay. It has that um that that Minn Kota spot lock um, motor in there mm-hmm. now. I mean it it, look, it looks pr- pretty nice. And John's got one too. You guys both have the same kayaks. Correct. Yeah. I think I think his is a 2017. 2017. Yep. Uh, I have a I have a new uh, 2020 Sportsman Big Water from Old Town. Uh, on order right now that should be arriving in a few weeks hell yeah i uh, like old town kayaks man i've been in a predator before oh, and, oh yeah uh, they're, they, they're they amazing kayak man now, i'm a big yeah. guy and i'm picky about kayaks and i really enjoyed sitting in that kayak yeah i mean yep. there's there's uh there's not you know you can't just take any kayak out onto lake erie the way we did on on friday uh we started in we started in three to four foot waves um but but our our predators just you know it handles Lake Erie so nice uh, it was it was no big deal and then um, and then you know we went from the big water of Lake Erie to uh, you know a, a small bass and crappie lake the next day so the the predator really goes anywhere. Now Billy, you got a new kayak, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I went out. Yeah, I have the new 360, um, <laughs> the Arctic Blue. Um, you know, I was fishing out of the uh, kayak that I, I bought. The, I bought one off of a friend of mine used, and I fished out of it all last year. And I mean, it it got me on the water. So my advice to anyone is, you know, just buy whatever you can afford and get your butt out on the water. I have yeah. it floats, man. Do it. Yeah, I yep. agree. Yeah, um, but I'm not. I'm not one to buy buy a kayak and um, upgrade and make lots of changes like. I knew going into it, I'm going to buy one that I want to keep for a long time. And uh, so, but uh, yes, little sticker prices. Woo, but um, I love it, man. <laughs> I've, I just I just got it and I've probably, no exaggeration, I've probably had it out over 20 times, maybe 20, 25 times. And I just got it early March. Nice. Thanks to the virus, I guess. I don't know if I yep. you know, right. that much. <laughs> Any kayak with a pedal drive is nice, man. It's more time with a rod in your hand and less time with a paddle in your hand, you know? Yep, I agree. Yep. So a common question I ask them on all my podcasts is uh, asking people to share fishing stories. I love fishing stories, man, especially when they're true. (laughs) So uh, maybe can you come up with a fishing story for us tonight? Maybe one of you guys or both of you guys, it don't matter, man. Something happy, something tragic. I'm sure John probably has a lot more stories than I do. Actually, I just got into fishing myself. 
um, bought my first kayak in 2017 and kind of just started playing around in 2018, really got into it, you know, in 2019 when I started fishing with John and a few other guys. And now I'm trying to hit it pretty hard this year. So I'm, I'm fairly new to fishing and kayaking. Well, what got you into kayak fishing? Um, well, I, I, I bought the kayak. I actually bought a, um, a Dick Sporting Good brand initially, and I took it out there one time and I was like, nope, this ain't good. I almost tipped over in the sucker. I'm like, I'm taking it back. Oh, and, um, you know, I only had one combo at the time and I had that combo for years. I would go out to the bank catfish once in a while, but, um, I ended up, I ended up buying another kayak and I had that kayak for, you know, I think a couple years, a couple years or so. And, um, you know, I started enjoying it. I started going out kayak. I was initially just going out to kayak with the family. And I'm like, you know, I'm out here on the water. I'm on big water now. I can fish. I can hit more places. It's not packed. So, you know, I'm going to start getting into fishing. So I started watching YouTube videos, starting talking to people, you know, um, reading information online, um, re- you know, joining all the groups, KBF groups, Buckeye group, um, you know, all those type of groups. And um, and then, you know, I started fishing with John and um, he had the Old Town Predator PDL at the time. And um, he was fishing all over the place and he would just leave me, leave me behind, you know, with how fast that sucker can go, how stable it was. Um, and he was standing up with, with boats, boats flying by, windy days. Uh, he was working the banks so well, you know, being able to go forward and reverse instantly, hands-free. Um, and I'm sitting there paddling and trying to, trying to work the banks. And I'm, you know, he's getting like five casts into my one cast. And um, so I bought the old town and, and now, you know, it's, it's a done deal now. Now I'm, now I'm out there fishing all the time and, and it's a, it's a great kayak and I'm loving fishing now. It's so relaxing. It's, you know, it, it gets rid of my stress. Um, I don't think there's anything better, you know, just getting out there in the water. If you don't catch nothing, it's just so relaxing. Oh, hundred percent, man. It's therapeutic for me. Really the whole experience, um, of doing trail events, not just fishing too, but doing trail events and camping out and sitting around the fire and watching the fire burn and getting out there and catching fish, man, watching the sunrise and the steam roll off the water, man. It's the greatest sport in the world, man. I'm yep. glad, I'm glad you joined, man. I'm glad you enjoy it. That's for sure. Yep, thank you. Yeah, I'm actually missing the camping side of it. I know John and a couple other buddies. We went out to um, um, Michigan last year and fished up on Lake Michigan, searching for some um, salmon. You know, some coho, some kings, and um, you know, it was rough. I mean, you can see fish all over the place, and um, they just wouldn't bite. You know, they just had to, they had to be the right time. And we were out there for I think it was an entire week the first time, and then John and I actually ended up going back the previous or the following weekend um, to try it again, um, just because we missed it. And um, I actually ended up landing my first um, coho on the second trip, which, wow. which was pretty cool. And, um, it, you know, it, it's amazing. I mean, those fish, those fish are so big out there, especially those kings. Holy cow, man. I never went after them. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. You have to give it a try. Um, you know, the, the fall fishing, you got to be there at just the right time. I know I've been Jones in the, the camp, man, and uh, <laughs> right. I can't wait the campgrounds open up again. This COVID nineteen pandemic, man, I wish uh, wish we'd all be over with it, you know. Yep, I agree. So, John, you got a story for us? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, you know, this last year I really got into musky fishing for my kayak, um, and I think one of the one of my most memorable. Uh, musky encounters was, uh, uh, the one day I'm out there fishing. It had been a long day of, of not even seeing a single fish. I mean, most days I'm out there, I at least get a follow, you know, I at least see a musky, um, if not hook one. And this had been a tough day. Hadn't seen one yet. I'm I'm feeling about, you know, maybe 10 casts or so from just calling it a day. And then, um, I'm kind of not even really paying attention to my lure. You know, usually I watch real closely for a follow to come in. And I'm kind of just gazing off. And then uh, I look down last second as my lure is about to come out of the water. And I see this muskie just dart out of nowhere and just slam my slam my bait right next to the kayak. And so now, now the fish is on. It's thrashing like crazy right next to my boat, splashing water at me. Um, the fish kind of takes off away from me. And then it darts straight back at me. And as it's approaching my kayak, it jumps straight up in the air does a tail flip and smacks me right across the face with its tail. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I get smacked on the face. I hear this dude on the bank who's watching the whole thing. He, he, he's like, he's laughing his ass off at me. Um, so the fish is back in the water, takes off again. I think it did like one more jump and then it was gone. Uh, so, so I lost that fish. 
Um, didn't get the joy of netting that one. And then I had to drive home smelling that musky stink <laughs> on my face the whole time. Um, it actually, uh, it smelled so bad. I had to pull over at a gas station and wash it off. Well, there's a reason they call them musky, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> they really, yeah, they're, they're some of the worst smelling fish, but they are awesome. But yeah, um, after that, the, the dude on the bank, he's laughing his ass off and he yells over to me. That was awesome. <laughs> Dude, that would be epic to watch. Yeah, it would have been awesome to have video of that. Yep. I probably would have fell out my kayak laughing at you. <laughs> man, muskies. Yeah. Do you guys. Kayak, man. That's something else, man. Muskies can get huge by right. half the size of your kayak. Yep. Yeah, actually, I just got in a um, musky fishing uh, last year, too. We went on a musky trip out in um, 2019. Um, you know, I, I hooked into a couple, but I only fished one time. I really started getting into it in, um, um, or no, that was 2018. I really started getting into it in 2019 and, um, uh, we hit the water a lot. I ended up catching, um, 12 musky or landing 12 musky last year, which, which I thought was pretty good for, for me just starting out, especially in the kayak. And, um, I ended up landing a, a fish Ohio and a Husky musky, um, 40, 42 inch, uh, musky over on West branch, which, which was amazing. Holy cow. Husky musky. I like that. Yep. <laughs> so are they really a fish of a thousand casts? Uh, uh, they, they can be the big ones. Big ones, yeah. I mean, do you go out every trip and catch one or two, or do you go out several trips and trying to catch one? I, I feel like we we actually uh, saw a lot of fish in our groups. Um, I would say it was typical that we'd probably at least move like three fish per trip. You know, like get followed or, or you know, see, you know, uh, hook into one. Um, I think uh, the the best day I ever had was was hooking up like five fish in a day. Damn, that's a good day. I heard muskie, man. You got to put a lot of time uh, in finding them. Um, I know so, uh, most guys I know that catch them just uh, catch them accidentally when they're bass fishing. Right. Did yeah, you have yeah. something, Billy? Uh, no, I was going to say, when you catch fish accidentally bass fishing, we call that Yakko Isle. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep, no, exactly. I was going to ask uh, um, David and John if, if you guys actually do any filming. Do you have, like, GoPros or do you film anything? No, we don't film anything right now. Uh, I'm not sure if, I, if I'm ready to get into all that. You know, it's a lot of work, a lot of editing. You know, it's yeah. a, lot, a lot of time away from fishing. You know, I, I, I want to stay, I want to be out in the water as much as I can. You know, I'll take pictures, you know, I'll take little videos of like John catching the fish or, you know, Derek catching the fish or one of my other buddies, you know, things like that. But I don't have any like GoPros, you know, recording or anything like that. Who's your buddy Derek that you're talking about? Hollis? Um, yeah. Yep. Correct. So he in sixth place. So there you go. I yep. see what's going on here. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 No, the, vi the video was for me, not for you guys. I don't care if it takes away from your fishing time. Right. <laughs> I want to. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I totally, I totally hear what you're saying, man. It, it takes away, you know. Yeah. You know. Yep. Now I actually wish I had a video when I, when I got my um, 42 inch musky last year. Um, I was actually out there by myself. Um, I actually have a seasonal campground out in um, um, I think it's Atwater, um, area, and um, so it's not too far away from the lake I go to. And um, I was out there fishing, and I, I and I launched. I was out there waiting for some boats, you know. I was kind of fishing around the boats um, that was out musky fishing. I didn't want to pass them up and get in our way, you know. And uh, so I started casting. I started casting areas I normally wouldn't. And um, all of a sudden, I just felt this huge log, this big old snag, and then it starts moving. And I'm like, oh, man, this is a big one. And so I'm reeling her in, and she's fighting. I'm reeling her, and she's fighting, and she's pulling drag. And she finally gets up next to the kayak. I got to see her head. Her head was just so huge compared to, say, a 35-inch muskie, a 38-inch muskie. You know, it just it was a night and day difference in, si in just the head size. And I'm like, oh, oh, this is great. So she takes off again. I get her back. Here, my, my lure is barely in her lip. So I start freaking out, you know, thinking I'm a loser. And, um, and, and I knew she was the fish Ohio just by her head size. So I'm trying to grab my net. Um, I drop my net. It starts floating away from the water. So I'm laying out on my kayak. While I'm trying to reel her in still, I'm trying to grab my net with, with my feet. You know, I'm trying to grip it with my toes, trying to bring it back. I still could get it. She's going, you know, the hook's barely in her mouth. And, and finally, I, I get my kayak turned around toward actually, you know, the wind will blow my net to the other side. I grab it. I get her, you know, netted in, um, take her up to shore because, you know, it's kind of hard to land a fish that big on a kayak, especially take pictures. 
and, and everything like that. And, um, and luckily someone else pulled in at the time, uh, um, some other kayaker and he helped me take, um, some hero shots of it and, uh, and help me get the, the board pick. And, and then of course, you know, in my excitement, I forget to put my Yak Ohio ID tag in that. And I sent her back on her way. And then John and, and Derek's like, where's your tag? I'm like, what do you mean? Where's my tag? Oh crap. No. <laughs> so, so I forgot my Yak Ohio tag for a 42 inch fish. You know, it, it was it was so depressing, but but then again, it was it was an amazing catch, and you know, I, I wouldn't take it back. You know, even though I, you know, I didn't take first place in that category, you know, it was still, still an amazing catch. Oh well, you you were still way behind uh, Sean Stone's monster muskie. Oh yeah, that. oh that's right. He he did have a big bigger one. That's right. Man, he caught a monster he, last year. He he all he he catches all those monsters. It, it's amazing. <laughs> it's incredible the size fish that he catch down there. Yeah, he's the multi-species master around here, I guess. <laughs> right. That's why he's doing the multi-species events, that's for sure. Yep. He's a great yeah. guy, too, man. Great guy. Yeah, he is. Yep. So, man, well, put, pre- go, ahead. go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, he, uh, Sean puts in a lot of work on the back end, too. Yep. You know, we don't really talk about it. He's not going to pat himself on the back or talk about it. But, yeah, he catches a lot of fish, and, yeah, he wins a lot. But he's he's judging a lot. He's updating things. Um, he he does a lot of work on the back end. So to see him catch some big old monsters, like I don't know, I'm kind of happy for him when it comes to yep. that. Yeah, he puts in a yep. lot of work on yeah, and sure. off the water. Yep, for sure. Yep. Well, awesome guys. Yeah, thanks again, Sean Stone, and congratulations to you guys. And Thank uh, you. thanks again for coming on tonight, guys. Talk about how you won the event and. It's a pleasure talking to you guys. Um, do you guys have any shout outs? Uh, any sponsors, pro staff deals you want to say? Uh, just uh, Old Town Canoes and Kayaks. Gotcha. Cool. Yep. Same with me, Old Town Canoes and Kayaks. Um, great, great kayak. Very stable, fast. Awesome, guys. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Stay tuned for the next part. I'm going to go over details on the on the Fisherman Central East West Harbor event. So stay tuned. And now a word about Fisherman Central East and West Harbor's event, guys. Yeah, buddy. Saturday, May 2nd, 2020. East and West Harbor. It's going to be a good one, guys. $36 entry fee. Fisherman Central will be supplying $300 worth of prizes. Be sure to check out their new location coming soon to Port Clinton. A $100 gift card has been given from Strictly Sale. Prizes are raffled off to anglers who didn't win cash payouts for first, second, or big fish. So let's get into it, guys. So trail points, I talked about this in an old, an older podcast, but in case you didn't hear it, trail points awarded for this event will be different than other tour series events. We are still awarding 25 points for first place, 24 for second, 23 for third, all the way down to one point for 25th place. The difference for this event is that only your best score from either this event or the KBF East and West Harbor event on July 25th will count towards your total Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail points. For example, if you come in third place at this event and fifth place at the July 25th event, only the third place points will count. If you only attend this event and not the July 25th event, this event will count. If you don't attend this event and you only attend the July 25th event, only those points will count. So after hearing uh, feedback that some anglers didn't want to pay the higher KBF registration fee, we thought it would be a medium, a happy medium. There were two factors that led us to awarding points to the July KBF event. Number one, a large amount of BKFT anglers participate in the KBF July event, trail series, online challenges, etc. to give exposure to talented Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail Anglers on a regional and national stage. So this is why we are holding two events at the Great Fishery of East and West Harbor, where only the best finish counts towards trail points. We also expect a larger than normal turnout for this event because people will want to pre-fish for, July, for the July event. 
So it should be a good time, guys. Big thing is uh, a lot of campgrounds are closed. So if you're going to drive up, get out there early. Um, lines in or first cast is it moved up to 7 a.m. This is to accommodate some people that are driving pretty far to get down here. I know that uh, I will be up there Friday pre-fishing. And I'll be up there Saturday for the event myself. Uh, between noon and 3 p.m. at some point during this time frame, the Tourney X standings will disappear to add a little drama to the final standings. Once they go dark, you will still be able to submit fish. If you want to verify your fish has been uploaded, check the email address you signed up with for Tourney X. Do not call or message us. If you don't receive an email letting uh, letting you know the fish was submitted, then you need to keep trying. The main reason a fish submission won't upload is because there's no cellular service where you're uploading. Anglers need to be aware of that and head to a spot with service enough time to upload. So if you guys are out there on one of these harbors and you can't get service and the time's clicking, guys, you need to find some place to get some service. Fishing ends at 3 p.m. No submissions will be accepted. 7 a.m., 3 p.m., guys. That's our time frame here. After fishing ends, anglers should not gather. Please follow Ohio regulations regarding COVID-19. By the end of the day Sunday, Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail will post a video of the 50-50 drawing. At tournament end or soon after, we will make the standings viewable again on Tourney X. Payouts will be made within two to five days after the event ends. So guys, you need to get on uh, Facebook.com. Get on there and look at the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail Facebook. Or you can go to BuckeyeKayakFishingTrail.com and you can see eligible waters. So it actually points out a map to East Harbor and West Harbor. So you guys can get on there and see what waters are actually eligible. So this is a shotgun style event. Anglers in different areas begin fishing at the same time. This event has no captain's meeting and anglers can go directly to eligible water. But fishing will not begin until 7 a.m. This tournament is a five fish limit. The tourney is black bass, that's largemouth, smallmouth, and spotted. Due to high water, COVID-19, and other circumstances, anglers may launch at any location with permission. So awesome, guys. I'm excited to see you guys out there. Come out and join us May 2nd, Saturday, May 2nd. I hope to see you out there. Good luck to everybody participating. Tight lines.